please. Greetings and salutations. This is Cage's Kiss, the ultimate cage podcast, where we discuss each of the National Treasure's cinematic masterpieces and his life. We also try to glean whatever kernels of wisdom we can from his character that week. My name is Linda, but this week, my name is Cheese Rachowski, a representative for Spirit Systems. <laughs> and I'm Donnie, the Spirit of America. I am Dr. Lillian Cornell. There is a problem with your toilet. Or I am Adrian, and I cannot be arrested. Diplomatic community? <laughs> what the hell are you doing here? Haven't you heard? Cage's kiss fell from Apple charts, and all our chuds can't put it back together again. Broke. Not reliable. Not trustworthy. Can't stand up to Joe Rogan. Podcasters watching porn and researching cage and cage films. Best and brightest quit and retired. What in the name of Jesus Christ nailed to the cross are you doing here? Because you heard the call. That's why. Your oh. future spread out before you I, like a I, cruise I ship buffet. You were listening <laughs> in a classroom, listening in a kitchen, listening in a gym, and you heard the call. For some, it was adventure. For some, <laughs> mystique. For all, it was Nicolas Cage, and you heard the call, and it was the call of duties. Can, can I pass duties? you so I can go to the bathroom? <laughs> and love I'm of so comedy. Sorry. Why? <laughs> because you have values. I do? Yeah, we're talking about dying of the light. Why? Is that... Is that like a movie or something, Linda? What is that? Hey, that's a pretty good video game. I what what is that? Week. What, Alan Wake? <laughs> no, Dying in the Light. <laughs> I enjoyed oh. playing that this week. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Are you sure it was an actual game and it wasn't just the... Well, there the was a job. lot of flashes <laughs> and a lot of things about brain aneurysm, but mm -hmm. I fought and killed mm -hmm. a lot of zombies. Isn't that the one where, where Picard's getting tortured by the Romulans and he keeps seeing the flashy lights and stuff? Yes, and we have to debate how many lights we saw. Yeah, it's, it's it, it turned out it was one here light. <laughs> God damn it. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. So, yeah. People Dying at home. Yeah. Um, aptly named because uh, the the poet who uh wrote the, the the poem do not go gently into that good night um dylan uh thomas actually yeah. he wrote it for his father because his father was suffering de uh, from dementia and he was basically telling him don't you know just fight it fight it and you know keep going for me and don't like give in to it but uh, in and, this case, and then his father no. said, "Petey, is that you? I, 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 I have enough newspapers." Yeah, in this case, I think it was more about the fact the light was dying above them because when the director redid this and called it dark, I think that follows after the dying of the light. So, yeah, you got to get off your ass and replace the fucking light bulb, followed so, by yeah, darker Paul than Schrader, amber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This uh, is Mr. Schrader it again. It. It, it's a Paul Schrader joint. Yes. Yeah, this is uh, this is not back. the first Paul Schrader joint that was taken away from him and then redone by others. Um, I actually the Exorcist was hoping this Four, was Paul Schaefer. 
<laughs> or Polly Shore. <laughs> but we we all we all saw Exorcist Four, the theatrical version that <laughs> Randy Harlan redid with the CGI bullshit in it, and then his cut Dominion, which is a little dull. Yeah. Um. Now the he also wrote a uh, Taxi Driver, Raging Bull, The Yakuza, there. Rolling Thunder. You know, Last Temptation of Christ, Bringing Out the Dead. And he directed American Gigolo, which I will defend to the end, end of time. Um, sure. And like, and Hardcore, he did Hardcore. That was his first movie directing with George C. Scott. The movie's bitching if you haven't oh, seen it. It's yeah. it's a very spiritual successor to Taxi off. Driver. <laughs> Turn it off! Yeah, yeah, yeah. George C. Scott never overacted. Everybody else just underacts! <laughs> um, he also did another Cage movie. He did Dog Eat Dog after this, which I've seen and uh, preserves a lot more of his vision. Um, they were very insistent on that. So uh, there's two cuts of Diana the Light. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and uh, the dark one is Schrader using low-grade work print DVDs um, to try to reassemble what his vision was. Um, and I don't think it quite makes it. No. Um, from what the cinematographer said, apparently the original shoot, there was a lot of uh, subjective camera and colored lighting and color filters on the lenses. And then the producers digitally removed all of that. <laughs> and so the director's cut dark tries to restore it doesn't quite make it just because schrader doesn't really have the tools oh. um oddly enough the director's cut is 10 minutes shorter i noticed that among yeah other things. um yeah because because it's got that what what schrader calls an aggressive editing technique where scenes are consolidated yeah. and montaged um <laughs> i think he was trying to do sort of an early 90s oliver stone sort of jfk natural born killers kind of a that's, thing yeah that's kind of the vibe i got you know because, or maybe yeah. like the scorsese uh uh version of uh, cape fear kind of thing you know because both of those like like very very heavy on the moving camera and and the, and the covered lighting and shit like that um so well, and the ending's totally different isn't it a yeah lot. yeah yeah there's yeah well the, yeah, there's a well you know in uh in the ending of the paul schrader cut you know it's anybody's guess yeah uh, uh on the end of the producer's Lionsgate straight to video version um you know just what happened it's just you don't care yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> a lot of uh a lot of critics were shitting on this for for uh for uh conflicting tones and the fact that like sometimes yeah. it's kind of art house sometimes it's kind of a drama and other times it's like an out and out action movie yeah and the producers seem to be wanting to push the out and out action movie aspect of this (laughs) which which it isn't because if they wanted that they needed to go shoot more scenes you know it's not there was a lot of shouting so i mean that's yeah there's right yeah (laughs) (laughs) all right all right i'm a diamond tuesdays and my patty melon is too dry and wait wait calm down which ruby tuesdays you're at i am at emerald tuesdays and when are you gonna get here already i can smoke where i want to smoke uh this whole country's smoking i i i i i think i have enough encyclopedias (laughs) now was this also uh, anton yelchin's last film no no uh no he he kicked the bucket two years later after his getting run over by his own jeep yeah that's a respectful way and uh and he had some movie that's what happened yeah Yeah, i'm just look 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 not not to be disrespect but anton yelson was born in soviet russia in 1989 he was substitute checkoff though and in soviet russia your jeep runs over you (laughs) <laughs> god damn it there was a lawsuit it was tragic yeah there was a recall jeep fucked up 
The recall was actually in the works before he died, but it was too slow. They're like, fuck, a high-profile death. How are we going to sell Jeeps now? <laughs> you know, it was actually adorable that he kept making himself sound gruff in this movie. <laughs> I'm like, right. I know you're trying, but come on. Wait, what are you talking about? I'm in the CIA. I'm going to come get this man some food at Ruby Tuesdays. I mean, it's not, well, Never it is kind of disrespectful, but it's purposely so, from my point at least. It's like you have two actors trying to play past their ages that they're supposed to be, I think. Oh, uh, yeah. Like you have Cage playing old man dementia Cage, and you have Anton Yelchin playing someone who's supposed to be in a much older role. He just has a baby face. Yeah. yeah he just, he oh, just he totally has it. a baby face. Yeah. Had. And now he's dead. <laughs> no, somebody was telling me about him the other week, and I was watching this. I'm like, hey, who's that guy? I'm going to look him up. I'm like, wait a minute. This is that dead guy that was in yeah, Star Trek. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, uh, and eventually we're going to have to uh, cover it, but there's a, a documentary uh, about him that is uh, narrated by Cage. So. You know, I was, it was it's a uh, it was a little bit creepy, uh, right? Because I actually have a rental car right now because my car's in the shop because I was in a fucking collision back in December. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I'm sitting back here, you know, like researching this shit, and I and I read about uh, read about Yelchin, and I'm like, oh shit, car related death. And then mm-hmm. just like on a completely different track because I'm watching other things. I'm watching I'm watching uh, Hollywood Shuffle, and I wind up uh, reading about um, fucking Sam Kinison. Sam yeah. Kinison, who also has a vehicle death, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, fucking got hit head on by a drunk driver. You know? uh, and then I'm like, oh, I need something to light my mood. I'll read about Bill Hicks. Ah, death from cancer. <laughs> I should stop reading biograph- biography information oh, entirely now. Fuck this. <laughs> Just stop. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently life sucks and then you die, people. That's the message. <laughs> And speaking of Bill Hicks, uh, <laughs> I, uh, I've been, I've got a book, uh, from Carlo that I've been meaning to read, uh, for a while, but the, um, one of our friends, the, uh, C word podcast, uh, actually <laughs> they covered, I think it may have been their first episode or one of the first ones, but they covered the, uh, conspiracy of, um, <laughs> Bill Hicks being, um, Oh fuck! Why why can't I think of his name right now? What the, the, do people think that he got murdered by Dennis Leary or something so he could absorb his soul? Maybe. <laughs> what? It's funny when I do um, it. <laughs> Donnie, you're gonna have to edit this. No. <laughs> no. Oh, that uh, the conspiracy theory is that Alex Jones is is Bill Hicks. Oh my! Is that why Alex Jones is a living joke? <laughs> <laughs> You know, if you take the glasses off them. Speaking of important and professional, on December 5th, 2014, Dying of the Light was released. It cost $5 million and made $697,000. It had no theatrical release in the United States and went straight to video here. It did its best business in the United Arab Emirates, where it played for two weeks, and it opened at number four behind the third The Hobbit movie. The end. Wow. So, yeah... It's kind of funny that the producers were trying to aggressively uh, re-edit this, you know, to get it a wider audience. Uh, couldn't even uh, get a release. Are huh? you calling him fat? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this movie had an audience. Yeah, well, that's that's another uh, that's another good point. Um, 
You know, I, I there was a I read a lengthy review for this on on RogerEbert.com. You know, post Roger Ebert death, it's by one of his like underlings or followers or whatever you want to call them minions. Mm-hmm. And they were saying uh, about how Paul Schrader's recent stint had all been disappointing. And and while they're complaining about recent Paul Schrader, they bring up his movie Autofocus, where Greg Kinnear played Bob Crane. And it's like, wait a minute, fuck off, that was a good one. You you don't know movies. Stop trying to review stuff. Go yeah. away. That's uh, that's that's what well, happened. Yeah. I guess that's another like every time we we have we record something, I feel like I have to I add something new to my to watch movies. Oh well, you you talk to me long enough, you're gonna get like a bunch of things, you know. <laughs> I think this is why Nathan <laughs> is always trying to chat me up because it's like I need a movie to get into. I'm like, okay, and he's like, which ones did you recommend again? I'm like, I don't know. I named the dozens, dozens. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the. There, I've got a, a picture. I'll have to post it. But uh, mm-hmm. there's a picture of uh, Anton Yelchin, um, Schrader, uh, Cage. Oh, and, with their shirts. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the uh, executive producer, uh, Ruffin. Um, that's going to be, that's my attempt at pronouncing it. Uh, they're, yeah, they're all wearing a shirt uh, with uh, the the uh, non-disparity. Yeah, yeah, uh, right. Because of their contract, contract, they're not allowed to speak bad about the movie while it's being promoted. And so they just point that out like, yep, can't say anything. We hate it, but we can't yeah. say it, you know. Yeah, no, the director of Drive was going to do this originally in The Neon Demon. Um, hmm. Yeah, that, 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 uh, that, that Refn guy. Um, and yeah. it was at one point it was going to star Harrison Ford. Um, yeah, which was kind of upsetting because um, before I, I I read that he was actually my uh, choice for for Face Off. I, hey, hey, that director and star. I mean, that one. sounds like a pretty good movie. You know. Yeah. In fact, uh, totally. and that uh, that that director before he did drive and and came to wider notice in the United States, um, he did a thing uh, with a fucking. Um, Fuck. Speaking of remember names, he, he did he did he did a movie called Fear X with John Turturro. Oh, uh, yeah, right. and uh, and I think it was mistitled, frankly, but but uh, excellent excellent uh, revenge or attempted revenge picture. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I, I think I think that might have been uh, I, I think that might have been pivotal in in Trader agreed and having to direct this you know back when that was going to happen. Um, <laughs> So uh, well, I I read that in the uh, Revan's uh, version, it was also going to have Channing Tatum. All right, but sorry. Yeah, what were you saying? We're all sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so this was financed by a guy named David Grovick. Uh, David Grovick, uh, uh, independent financier, and he fancies himself a director. Uh, he did a movie with John Cusack and Robert De Niro called The Bagman. Bag B A G, not bad, um, uh, but it's a terrible movie. Uh, it was it's it's it's, uh, it's 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 one of those many like things dumped to Netflix that I wound up seeing. Uh, and in that movie, in one scene, Robert De Niro uh, uh, beats basically beats the face off his secretary and then gives her money for plastic surgery. Oh, and that's not even the plot. That's just that's just a random scene. Well, um, yeah, <laughs> I guess when when he was talking about. Um, about like his inspiration for writing the the screenplay. Yeah, Schrader said that he'd been feeling for a while that it was time to write an old guy movie. <laughs> it's like, well, yeah, this is kind of it. <laughs> yeah, he's being he's being but, old. Um, one thing I really liked too is that um, he said 
quote, the symptomology of FTD is uh, inappropriate reactions, sensory misperceptions, mood changes, personality changes. Once Nick read that and pointed it out to me, it was like an all-star batter seeing a slow curveball coming right across the center of the plate because those symptoms are in Mr. Cage's wheelhouse, and he was able to knock that ball out of the park. Are they referring and to I cricket? I more. Like, honestly, I mean, like, like, like it or hate it, you know, he's... He, he's well cast. Think, uh, Cage yeah. did a great job, he's, yeah. He's, yeah. What the hell are you doing here, Donnie? Watching movies? <laughs> looking at pornography? Well, yeah. <laughs> you have values! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's uh to bring it up about Cage's character though. Uh, one of the interesting things about watching the Schrader cut as opposed to the video cut, um, is is that in that one it sort of reveals like all the prejudices of the character and all the problems with him. You know, like about how yes. he, he represents very much the the obsessive jingoistic Americanisms and the racism. Yeah, and he uses the well, word. It also went a little bit more into what was going on with his disease as well too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because like I, I don't know about you guys, but the first time I watched the um, the Dying of the Light version, I I I thought like there's a chance of this being like an unreliable narrator, yeah, and maybe he's just imagining all of this shit, right? And I mean, he does at one point say that um, that uh, Anton Yelchin's character uh, he felt his jacket and it, it felt, felt like, like dog, dog fur, fur. yeah. Which is a, a symptom of the uh, FTD, but it, it, at the same time, it kind of indicates also that like this could all just be in his fucking head. Yeah, th- this 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 premise is very pregnant with potential to be like a great like hallucinatory mm-hmm. drama. Um, you know, or yeah, or, like or the, hallucinatory the like really promising yeah, too. Yeah, uh, there's, there's, there's like, that's part of why this is so hard to review. It's like, man, this could yeah. have been so great. <laughs> Yeah. Well, like in the beginning, they they start off um, with like kind of like inter uh, cutting the uh, his speech, his burn burner speech, which uh, I kind of gave in the beginning and uh, him being uh, basically held and and tortured and beaten uh, because uh, this this character, Baneer, is trying to get the name of a spy from him. And, you know, like it, the, if you, if you watch it like that, you start thinking like with a theatrical cut that, yeah, this could be something that's all just going on in his mind. Maybe cause mm. they show, um, they show him getting a cricket back bat and hitting Cage's character like really hard upside the head with it. So, you know, this could just be like, well, you know, he just got knocked well, really well, fucking hard in the head. What were you so. going to say, Donnie? I <laughs> I know I know you, you don't like be... the trippy movies as much. <laughs> no, I do. It's just you also have to draw a line between wanting the surreal and getting the surreal. Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> well, but you know, you have to you have to know what the hell you're doing. I mean, yeah, I, I and feel it's like, like, in like the you dark you have version to version of it, you get yeah. a little bit more of what you're kind of talking about but just mm-hmm. a really lackluster version of well l- let me just ask well, no, though I let me j- like... before we go any further though mm-hmm. uh what order did you guys watch these cuts in i watched the theatrical and then dark donnie yeah i did the same you, but... you watched it okay i i did the reverse actually i i, I watched dark mm-hmm. and then i and then i watched uh 
and then I watched the theatrical version, which was really weird too, because because the the uh, well we call it theatrical version, the Lionsgate version, let's call it. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Because um, <laughs> that well, there was it was weird to me that there were more scenes at the end of that one. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Because in the scenes don't even make much sense. But I mean, kind of going off of what you were saying, Donnie, was that like like you were like you were saying Make like a high uh, asshole. Pretty much. (laughs) (laughs) The dark uh, cut has like more about what's going on in his mind and the symptoms. And I think it the dark cut makes it more um, obvious. Like, no, this isn't going on in his head. He's actually it's it's kind of a tragedy because this this guy has like they kept describing it like his uh, white whale yeah and um you know he just wants to catch veneer but um well and they're both you know, broken he's also... men yeah yeah, yeah okay well and... then let's 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 state that for for the people who haven't and will never see this is that this 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 movie is about two dying people squaring off against each other it's it's Cage has the brain disease, which is which is which is killing mm-hmm. him, and 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 he's after Benir, who has a a rare form of anemia, yeah, which is also killing him. And that's how he's able to track down Benir because of this this one this one wonder drug that that he winds up trying to get when he's hiding out in like North Africa, yeah. And the guy who played the character uh, Maboy, um, his his name is um, Tomiwa Idun. Uh, he said. Quote, it's a classic sort of suspense thriller, and I think on some level all the characters are raging against the dying of the light. And and that's what I, I like how I felt about it too. Like what you were saying is that they're all, you know, they're all like uh Damaged. basically dying or something, you know, like slipping. Yeah, well, this is another one of those stories too, uh, for good or for ill, where there's sort of no baseline, where you get people who are caught up in this other this other world, like in the shadows, yeah. as it were. And so they are all mm-hmm. terrible. They are all they are they are, they are all like yeah. objectively terrible people. Like what, what what they are what they are actually doing, what they mean to do, and what they have done are all awful. Yeah, and I mean, I kind of looked at like both cuts of this. It, I kind of prefer seeing the theatrical cuts of films before seeing extended or a different take yeah. of it. And it's like, especially like we kept going back and forth on a couple episodes before the. Uh, exorcist for exorcist dominion director's cut right all the shit that went on with that and how people like oh this can be so cool we're gonna love this thing it still had shitty cgi fucking dogs it still had a (laughs) shitty story it was mildly different the the limitation i'm sorry um no go ahead go ahead i i think the limitation that we keep finding with these is that uh schrader is a great writer um yeah Mm-hmm. but less so as a director. Yes. Uh, he's not as bad a director as, say, David Mamet. Mamet! Um, no. <laughs> and I'm not really <laughs> shitting on Mamet, but Mamet can't direct actors for film. Um, no. But but um, uh, I think Schrader's ideas need, like, a Martin Scorsese or somebody else to to make them, make them work better, you know, as films. Yeah, they, Even though Schrader has directed some good movies. Yeah, there are directors like that, and it's kind of like... Uh, Blady and Freakin on The Exorcist. Without the other, it likely would not have been as good. Because sometimes you need someone mm-hmm. to kind of suppress your vision into a more marketable version of that. Yeah. While still making it something in their style. And that's why one of my favorite uh, director's alternate versions is um, 
the Legion cut of Exorcist 3. Because Brad Dorf is just fucking amazing in that. Uh, but you get to see yeah. a lot more He's of his shit in, in there. And it's still essentially the same story, same movie, just a wild variation of showing you what happens when the man who wrote the film and directed the film would have done if nobody said, okay, let's put the reins on you and pull you back a little bit. Sometimes yeah. it really does help. And like in mm -hmm. this movie, when watching it, the theatrical and then going into the dark cut, it's just, it's almost like he tried putting a little too much into it. And well, it just feels like he was trying to be a little bit more weirder. Like some of the stuff that didn't make sense to me, it's like watching the opening of that film and the whole brain scans the only thing it kept reminding me of was Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It's like the only thing missing from those credits and scenes is just the random mechanical cranking sounds and the light bulb going off. And... Actually, that was one of the things I really liked about about the uh, about the Schrader cut, about the dark cut, yeah. is how it has it has the medical shots of the brain and of the blood cells for each character. Yeah, because yeah. that was straight out of Akira Kurosawa's Ikiru, which I think is his best yes. movie with with Takashi Shimura playing the guy dying of stomach cancer. And, it, I and it's like, for and it, Ran. <laughs> I mean, Ran's great. Like, yeah, I mean, me Kurosawa, too. most of them are really great. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> True. But that also, that also kind of set me up to stumble a little bit. Like, oh my God, you're referencing one of my favorite films. You're referencing the movie that I often refer to as the second best movie ever made. And then what follows doesn't quite measure yes. up. <laughs> At all. Uh, oh God. Yeah. Um, so uh, this, the fun, although honestly, this is not one of the. This is not the worst unreliable narrator movie I saw this week. <laughs> I watched a lot of movies this week. Some were some were worse. Some were better. Like I watched Head Office with Judge Reinhold. That was actually better. <laughs> Ooh. Oh um. Sorry. It was, it was more solid execution. Uh. But no. Um. I I finally got through After Last Season. Also, if oh. if you've never seen that one, that's that's uh, that's one of the new worst movies ever made. Um. <laughs> Good to know. <laughs> yeah, uh, and and uh, that's not a recommendation. <laughs> <laughs> when uh, Schrader was talking about Nicolas Cage, um, you know, I I really, really, really like this quote, and I feel like he he totally encapsulated him uh, yeah. perfectly. He says, uh, "Quote: Nick Cage is a national resource. I mean, there's no actor quite like him." That leads him into some places that have seemed ridiculous at some times, but it also leads him into places that no one else can go into. And I think that's just, that's Cage in a, I guess! <laughs> in a nutshell. Speaking of places really no like. one else can go, Irene Jacob was in this as the glamorous Romanian French girlfriend. She was in the Trois Colors series, U.S. Marshals, and that terrible belated Orson Welles adaptation, The Big Brass Ring. Oh, I haven't seen that. It's it's fucking so they took they took a, an Orson Welles screenplay they wrote in 1980 and wanted to do but couldn't get funding because it involved homosexuality, and then uh, George Hickenlooper and FX Feeney are like, hey, we'll just take this. Oh yeah, Orson Welles, great guy, never heard of him, and they entirely rewrote the screenplay. Ah, oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and they they made this really boring movie with William Hurt, and you get to the end of it, it's like, well, you took a screenplay by one of the greatest filmmakers of all time and you shat a fucking Hallmark movie out of it. Fuck I don't you very know why. much. I just don't care for William Hurt. There's just something about. Is it him just young William Hurt or old William Hurt or his penis? 
William Hurt's erect <laughs> penis in in uh, in, uh, in in that movie Body Heat. Is that is that what it was? Obviously. <laughs> I don't know. Did you see Mr. Brooks with, with Kevin Costner, where he is Kevin Costner's yes, like inner personality? Yes. <laughs> I don't care who you are. That movie was fun. And Dan Cook dies. I John Hurt. <laughs> well, everybody prefers John Hurt. You're not going to beat that. Uh, so, so um, we, we... when he was talking about his character, uh, yeah. Veneer, uh, Alexander Karim said, uh, quote, he's a former freedom fighter, disillusioned philosopher who fought for his people and then was corrupted by his own beliefs and turned into the oppressor. And like, you know, the, the way that some of the actors are talking about their characters, I was thinking like, we didn't see that. We didn't get yeah, to that see been, that. Uh, that would have been really neat if you used that in the movie. <laughs> exactly. well, the, scene, the scene where Lake and Bernier square off against each other, which I think should have been the entire movie, by the way. Um, yes. Um, the scene where, where Lake and Bernier uh, square off, um, there, it is it is somewhat interesting because they actually do discuss the origins uh, of of jihadism. You know, they talk about the philosopher who in the 40s mm-hmm. visited the United States and decided that we were all a bunch of promiscuous perverts. And then, you know, uh, you know, went went back to the Middle East and is like, hey, we need a Muslim thing that's like Muslimer and conservative Muslims are like, I'm scared of this. Don't do this. And he's like, no, fuck you. You're not a real Muslim. I am. And uh, the Egyptians are like, uh, uh, maybe we should just execute Thank you this for guy. That rendition. <laughs> <laughs> well, I read up on him. You know, while I was watching the movie, I'd read up on him before, but you know, I can't pronounce his last name. Sorry. Uh, oh, I'm pulling you know, a window. When, when he talked about him, it, it, at first I thought he said YouTube. Yeah, he's got a name like YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I was like, do what now? <laughs> but um. But yeah, I'm a dumb American, so just ignore me. <laughs> and just sweet Charlie? What? What did you say? Oh my god! <laughs> so, so this is the strangest movie I've ever seen about the Culinary Institute of America. I mean, nobody cooks or anything. <laughs> I just don't get it. <laughs> well, uh, Donnie, were you able yes. to find any uh, reviews? <laughs> um. Yeah, there was actually some interesting stuff I had to go and research because uh, apparently when people were getting this, they were mad at Amazon, among other places you could rent this, but especially Amazon, because yeah. either you got the movie or you got a documentary called Dying of the Light. Oh, and shit. And people were not happy about this. Yeah, apparently the title uh, has, has been applied to a few things. I think there's an unrelated book, you know, I guess there's yeah. a song, you know. Stupid ass Amazon. But uh I I was able to culminate a few okayish ones. Nothing amazing, but Okay. That's just <laughs> I... par for the course with this movie. Exactly. <laughs> Dying for Let's the light. See. Nothing amazing. Couldn't connect with the character. Too much choppy editing to add quasi excitement. Don't like stories where yelling takes the place of real drama. Pass. <laughs> they don't like yelling they didn't enjoy the movie daylight with sylvester stallone what's wrong with them i know right <laughs> <laughs> jesus christ you talked <laughs> here we have it i only made it part way through this one and don't plan on going back bad script bad directing bad acting you choose <laughs> it was just hard to sit and watch the plot has been done a lot 
except they tried to add a devastating disease that has broken many a family and turn it into a plot twist. That got dark. They're, they're, they're knocking the good part. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> I do. My I guess choice... that, that shows who the producers were editing this for, though, I guess. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> but my favorite choice of all these reviews was, if you have nothing else to do, by nothing else, I mean brush your teeth, take a shower, open your door, turn the light switch on, then off, accept a call from your mother, loan money to someone who will never pay you back, then watch this movie. <laughs> your mom's lame. Don't take calls from her. She's a bitch. Remember that time She's in high school bitch. when she wouldn't let you borrow the car and you didn't get that hot date you wanted? Your mom's a bitch. <laughs> she don't know nothing about nothing. That's right. Your mom's dumb. <laughs> Uh, oh, that's right! In in the uh, in the Lionsgate cut, he puts his finger in his eye. <laughs> yes, 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 yeah. Yeah, oddly enough, the Lionsgate cut's also gorier. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I actually like that, but uh, but at the same time, it's like in the Lionsgate version, it's like he's he uh, faces off with him. Yeah, and then he's like, "Oh, hey, Anton Yelchin. Yeah, I totally killed that dude. Totally." And then, oh no! And he was like screaming so hard when I was like killing him, and he was like, "Oh yeah, baby, (laughs) nobody ever killed me like you before." And I'm like, "I know, right? Yeah, because my (laughs) knife belt is so big." (laughs) (laughs) Then it's like, oh well, now it's extra personal. I'm a, I'm a kill you. I'm a totes kill you now. (laughs) Yeah, the 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 Lionsgate cut. It's like. Wait a minute. It, so you're like, never mind. I ain't gonna kill you. And then later on, you're like, okay, I guess I'll kill you. <laughs> well, yeah, that's what made like, me what laugh so hard. It's like I'm not gonna kill you. I'm just gonna walk away. It's like, all right, sure, that's that's yeah, cool. It's like, it's oh like, my yeah, god, I poolside that's... shooting. It's like now I gotta gorge your right. eyes out and put my dick through your eye hole. It's like, oh, you didn't want to do the Nevada <laughs> Smith ending. Okay, you're 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 above all that forgiveness shit. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, oh, you terrorist. I should have killed you when I had the chance. <laughs> and you scratch your head like, wait a minute. Is there a point anymore? Or... Oh, and then he is in yeah. a car accident. And that's how he. Okay, now he's a tombstone. And they're going to bring back that speech about how he's got some values. What? <laughs> what? What? Just what yeah. the fuck? Whereas uh, in, in, in the Paul Schrader cut, they're having the meeting and his dementia kicks into high gear. And everything yeah. gets fuzzy, and we have no idea what happened. And then and he doesn't yeah, have any idea what happened either. Yeah, but we know he died. Um, you know, it uh, it kind of reminded me there was a movie. Um, oh God, who was the fucking star in that? I really, it was a sh- oh Sean Penn, and oh, yeah, it was Sean a movie Penn, called yeah. This Must Be the Place. It's a really oh, yeah. really weird what the fuck movie about an aging rock star from the eighties. Then the only good thing about it that also makes it really qualify as fun weird is it has the lead singer from Talking Heads in the movie. But the whole thing goes from a I'm trying to reconnect with my daughter and be a better person and be a different person to move on from my former image to I'm going to go hunt down an old man that could potentially be a Nazi. And he (laughs) finds the man in the middle of nowhere and he has a gun to kill him. But instead, he, if I remember correctly, I could have been watching a lot of porn at the time, too, which is very likely. He strips him naked, and it looks like he's going to shoot him. But then he decides, you know what? No. 
And then he just walks off, goes back home, and he gets his hair cut, and he looks like a normal person, and smiles up at his mom, and makes her happy, and the movie ends. That is so random. It is! And that's kind of how it felt when Cage went through all this trouble of, if this really happened, Mm -hmm. using all these resources to go in undercover as the doctor, just to say, yeah, hey, uh, I'm not the doctor, and I knocked your friend out. And uh, I just I just wanted to see your face. Bye. <laughs> well, this and was totally really awkward. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> ah, you do not want to talk about the social justice. Um, his name is Robert Paulson. Oh, I gotta go. Oh, uh, yeah. uh, place three fifty nine on that refrigerator. I know it's got to be yeah. less than four hundred. <laughs> one dollar honestly when he was reciting all the numbers i kept thinking are you like practicing for prices right it's like that's what you're doing like 75 12 132 it was uh he was like practicing a monologue he he goes in alone to face off this guy his former torturer from 22 years ago and they're both broken shells Mm -hmm. of men but they both still kill people apparently and 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 uh and uh you know but but anton yelchin is waiting for him the car but there's a scene earlier they have to go to romania to contact the doctor it's a side thing right um and um in in the part in romania when they're when the the contact is meeting the doctor anton yelchin like it like goes and chases him out on the ice and kills him yeah yeah but while he's chasing him slices his throat yeah 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 yeah, yeah, he fucking cuts it yeah it's, it's kind of brutal um yeah, but you don't but get to what? see the blood in the next shot because his neck's completely covered up. Yeah, right? yeah, that was a oopsie. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah we read out of jam packets. Uh. <laughs> um, but no, when that was happening, I was thinking like, oh my god, Anton Yelchin is gonna die, and the whole thing's mm-hmm. gonna go sideways, and Cage is gonna have to go in, knowing his brain is fucking melting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking like, this is gonna be so metal, except they didn't do that. Nope. <laughs> So I'm thinking like like the good version of this movie has to have that scene in it early on in which the Anton Yelchin characters like gets killed and Cage has yeah. to go in and try to figure out what is real and what is not. And yeah. and I figure like for for it to really do what it's supposed to do, at least an hour of the movie would be Cage face the Cage character facing off against his nemesis. It would basically be a conversation. Well, uh, Lionsgate cut was so fucking stupid because it's like uh, he his dementia kicked in and he got into a car accident with a truck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah that, like, he died of the, the headlights. Yeah. yeah, that was just. I'd I like to know, point out that, that all the Africa scenes in this one are Australia again. Yeah. <laughs> Kaich can't help us speak Australian. So I I guess uh, this is my time for <laughs> I want his clothes off clothes off. Do you no. European woman? Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> did, did they not take off their clothes? No. This is how we do in Romania. We just take this off here one wooden shoe at a time. It must have been too cold. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like everybody. Was I I couldn't really find the hotel to undress in, and I got really confused. Every time the sun goes down and I thought I was at a urinal, but it might have been a drinking fountain. I I need help right now. (laughs) The Lionscape uh, version also, like, he, like, uh, Cage's character uh, stays around and talks with uh, Michelle 
the uh the yeah is that her name yeah his former girlfriend and, yeah uh, he comes back to the hotel room and anton yelchin's character is like is in bed he's got his head on the pillow and he kind of looks nervous i was thinking like where's this going now well, I, yeah, like, you're thinking of that one super dickery cover right there yeah. <laughs> oh, like, oh baby you smell what, what so we, good oh man you're wearing that dog going? for a teddy again oh man yeah. we're, we, we're sending we, you with milton schultz we want him back unspoiled <laughs> wait wait a second mr like this is wrong no this is so right <laughs> Your man's best friend. <laughs> <laughs> what did the director Wait, say mean when I he said right he now? wanted me back unspoiled? Oh, he meant no raping you. What? <laughs> like, are we at Applebee's? <laughs> Let's not have an incident like we had in West Africa in Gag Cage. No raping. Fuck you. <laughs> no, seriously, you have a brain disease. You won't know who you're raping. Fuck you. <laughs> Should I bring my penny loafers? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, were you guys able to come up with a good face-off cast? I, I've got oh. two. Um, there's plenty of room for more. Because like I said, this had the potential to be a really great movie. Maybe a couple. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's hear it. Well, I want you to go first. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, Donnie. <laughs> Well, fine. I actually went serious with this, too, because I'm like, how could this have been made better? Or realistically, who should have made this? And director-wise, we got Jerry Bruckheimer, and it's produced by Steven Spielberg. So for Evan Lake, we have the ever-lovable Tom Hanks. For Milton Schultz, we have Lance Lance Henriksen. And for Mohamed Benir, we have Oded Fair. All right. Professor Lance Hendrickson. Yeah. No, John, Professor not you. <laughs> oh, God, John, no, not you. <laughs> oh, that's such a weird thing to scream when I'm being shot by someone that's obviously not you. <laughs> uh, uh, maybe I should have made more of an assessment before being killed. Ah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer Ray is a wonderful <laughs> Did I hear somebody implicating me? Was I getting implicated? Oh no, blood on my hands. Oh no! I gotta go in the lamb. Who you got, Adrian? Well, I got two of them. Um, uh, so, uh, one, one of the ones I envisioned uh, pretty strongly is a 1966 black and white version starring Rod Steiger as Lake and Omar Sharif as Benir. Uh, with Marlena Dietrich as the lost lady love and Robert Weber uh, as the upstart boss. Um, this version would be photographed by veteran cinematographer James Wong Howe and would be directed by John Frankenheimer. Um, I'm picturing a lot of center focused photography and uh, a lot, a lot of, uh, a lot of subjectivity, like using rear screen projection and such. All right. Um, and the other version, potential version I envisioned is a 1979 version with Paul Newman and Hector Elizondo, uh, directed by Bernardo Budalucci with Donald Sutherland as the Chekhov guy. Ooh. And both these versions uh, would would uh, would would center on what I said before, where where the bulk of the film is, is the is the two characters in the room. I like I it. I dig it. Yeah. It could work. Yeah. Uh for mine, I have as uh, Michelle. I have Lucy Lawless. Of course, and 
I don't know why she just like I, I didn't even have to think about it. I I was just like, who would play Lucy Lawless? That's how okay. Lucy Lawless <laughs> happened in the first place. Nobody thought about it. <laughs> Not so lawless now. <laughs> <laughs> And as uh, Mohammed uh, Benir, I have, um, which, speaking of which, you know, the actor is actually Swedish. Um, he's uh, he's one of our people. I, I saw that he um, was in a Swedish series, yeah. Yeah, but he, he was, um, yeah, he's from uh, Sweden. Anyway. Um, you should have used that sexy accent. So, hell yeah. Um, but uh, as Muhammad, in my version, I have Lupita Nyong'o. No, Lupita. As Milton, I have John Cho. Okay. Uh, from Harold and Kumar. Uh, as Evan, Evan Lake, I have Kathy Bates. Why? Just fucking because. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I fucking love her. She's my favorite actress, and she deserves to be put in there. Um, director, writer. I couldn't decide between, um, is it, I, I think it's uh, Juan uh, Piquer no, Simon. I know, <laughs> uh, the director from Pieces. Oh, or, uh, oh, Stuart oh, Gordon, oh, like, oh, we oh, Piquer, Piquer Simon earlier. there. Okay, the guy who did uh, Supersonic Man and Pod People. Yeah, Pieces was his best movie, though. No, you're right. Like, any any movie where the stinger is a corpse reaching up and crushing a guy's nuts is a classic. Yeah. <laughs> so thank you, Pieces, so, for making us laugh about love yeah. again. I want, I want one of them to direct this and to write it. I, I think that would give us the story we deserve. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, you know, like y'all, uh, if if if, sorry, if, if, if with infinite options, like you could you could add a Coppola version or even an Aj Tarkovsky version, and it still would have worked out. Oh god, true. <laughs> I know, I know. You guys are thinking like this was long enough. We don't need a three hour version. No, I mean, <laughs> well, speaking of the Coppola versions, like I still prefer that version as our father did as well with the uh, Godfather when they put all the flashbacks in on the sequel to the Godfather as the beginning part of the film. Oh, oh, the 1902 to 59 complete mm -hmm. epic cut. Okay. Yes. Where it's all in yes. order. I started to watch that cut. I'll admit I didn't see the whole thing, but our video store did have it. Um, yeah. It just seems people want to kind of forget about that. Yeah. Well, there, there's also, there's also another version. Remember where they have the quote, the Godfather, a novel for television where they break it up yes. with chapter headers and shit. Yeah, like it's it's the the Godfather's a little bit like uh like like uh Blade Runner, you know, <laughs> where, where it's just like <laughs> let's just <laughs> let's just have a million cuts of this, you know. Well, they made another cut of Apocalypse now too. Yeah, and but when I'm thinking like, of Coppola, I'm not gonna be outdone by them. I'm gonna do five cuts of fucking the <laughs> the close encounters the, of the third kind. Remember though, there's basically two Coppolas though. There's 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 like there's actually the more reined in Coppola mm. who made the conversation, and that's more of what I'm thinking of. You know, <laughs> yeah. like like or Dementia Thirteen. That movie's fucking <laughs> not awesome. The Cotton Club Coppola. Fishy, fishy <laughs> in a brook. Daddy's got you on a hook. Would you guys judge me if I tell you I've never seen one of the godfathers like the whole way through you've never seen any of the three nope well i mean that's good if it means the third one you know <laughs> i <laughs> good, highly yep. question this <laughs> well you've never no, seen I, a whole I've james bond movie either no yeah so we have to or tie you up and make like, you watch some shit you know 
Yeah. Uh, like, I, you know. Wasn't that college? What? <laughs> oh, wait, 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 no, that, that was, that was back, that was back when I tie you up and make you watch shit that I made. No, now, now we have to, yeah. now I can show you some real shit. This yeah. is just gonna be like you Clockwork Orange style. Yeah. <laughs> like, I better please turn it off. What's all this about sin? Uh, but speaking of uh, indulgent shit that no one will ever see, though, I learned about a movie recently uh, that I think I should probably never watch, but may wind up. Um, Anthony Newley, the, the 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 singer and sometimes film star, made a movie that he directed in 1969, um, and it was called uh, Oh God, what the fuck was it? It was like it it, it, had, it had one of the longest titles I've ever seen on a film. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that was all right. It was a Will Hieronymus Merkin uh, ever get over Mercy Hump and find true happiness? Wow. Oh, it is a musical that was originally rated X. It has his wife of the time, <laughs> Joan Collins, in it, and it has his character, who is based on himself, lusting after a fifteen-year-old. Wow. Newley is naked in many scenes, including musical numbers, and most of the musical numbers play out in front of two toddlers on a beach who are his own children. So I've seen Anthony Newley's ass just from a clip from this movie. You said (laughs) long-ass movie title, and the only thing that came to mind is Big Gus, What's the Fuss? Oh, Come on, that's not even as long as Sweet Sweetback's badass song. (laughs) <laughs> that takes up a whole font they bled your mama they bled your papa but they didn't bleed you sweetback or it's a mad 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 world well remember yeah. there's the Englishman who went up a hill and climbed down a mountain there's the incredibly strange creatures who stopped living and became mixed up zombies there's Dr. Yeah. Strange who learned to mm-hmm. stop worrying and love the bomb and there's a European one like like uh, late night summer train with smell of camphor or something like that. There's one I could use to top that, but I don't want to do it because I kind of want this podcast to continue on. <laughs> but let's just say, dear it listeners, is if we're boring you, please weigh aggressively in. Aggressively offensive. It's a aggr- it, well, I'm impressed. All right, if you're calling it aggressively offensive, I'm impressed. Yeah, but, but, so much but, so but, I'm going to type it out in our chat. Just so just, in, just in terms of length, though, oh, is it longer than the title of that one Chumbawamba album? Oh. Do you know the Chumbawamba album I'm Chumba. talking about? The, the, the one where the title yeah. begins, the boy bands have won. And the title I is haven't... so long, it takes up the entire cover of the CD. There we go. <laughs> okay. I mean, judge me all you want. Oh, but oh I really I like yeah, I saw the, the shit Chumbawamba out of that one, Donnie. Yeah. That was an amazing movie, though. Oh. That movie was great, yeah. Oh. Jesus. <laughs> well, you know, uh, on the Spike Lee scale, it's not oh racist because that was a black no. cast. You know. Yes. Yeah. Ah, uh, jeez. It's a real movie. It's a real movie, Linda. It's it's really short. You could see it. Yeah. I think it was made in West Berlin in like the early eighties. Yeah. And I'm pretty oh. sure that was real semen. Yeah. And it's got an amazing oh. description of the film. You should actually look up and read because it's very informative. <laughs> I'll have to now. Uh, and on remember... Twitter, you can take guesses at what movie we're talking about. <laughs> and I would love no, to see you post that don't. title on Twitter. Please don't. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I saw the shit out of it. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, you can at at Unreal Goals. <laughs> Hashtag <laughs> Cage's Kiss. <laughs> Cage's kiss is over. 
<laughs> Hashtag cages kiss. Cages kiss. We infer things the other cage podcasts can't even imagine. Yeah. Hashtag cancel cages kiss. Uh, <laughs> Hashtag blessed. Uh, so if I can bring this back to Cage. <laughs> what? I bet Cage saw that movie too. He was playing with his Cobra and he watched the movie. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, that movie is badass. I want to spend $300 million to remake it. No. He's going to play Slash. It's not um, a stretch. Yeah. Anton Yelchin said, <laughs> quote, I've been sort of swimming in my own excitement and inspiration every day that I'm on set and around Nick because he is truly extraordinary and to witness him be extraordinary take after take and the concentration and I guess what you'd call the intensity. It's an ability to access that at any moment because of the level of concentration. Wow. And uh, that was it seemed to be a theme with the rest of the cast because uh, Mr. Adun said, quote, it, I've just been struck by his phenomenal concentration and how he generates this energy. As the takes go on, it just grows and grows, and he gets better and better. It's astounding. Don't let these takes go on. So it's he was blinded by the light? <laughs> Wrapped up Wrapped like a deuce while Cage was in the spotlight? Cage <laughs> got down, but he never got tight. He's gonna make it. <laughs> Like, Anton, you gotta drive forward, never in reverse. <laughs> <laughs> Our life's just gonna go over you. That's right, Cage. I live my life, life a quarter mile at a time. I wouldn't yeah. want my baby to wait up for me. Oh, and if uh, you guys are actually interested in seeing the uh, dark cut, I am sorry. Uh, it is pretty goddamn difficult yeah oh yeah no (laughs) listeners if we let you on uh uh, the schrader cut is not available for profit Uh, ucla has it (sighs) yeah and you have to watch it there you have to view it at on their campus just like we did um yeah uh, (laughs) (laughs) you gotta write your congressman write the school and tell them to release this cut Hashtag release the darkness. Uh, I did. I did see. A, I, I did see uh, on YouTube. Actually, you could see Schrader introducing a part of the movie and describing about how he made it, and and his explanation for why it looks the way it looks. Um, and mm-hmm. um, and he was saying like, yeah, so I made this for for the historical record. You know, yeah. it's gonna yeah. be put in a vault. Um, right. Well, isn't he um, uh, teaching? Uh, uh, filmmaking himself. I, I imagine I, so. I doing, like, well, the most interesting class. part of that, though, is is that in that in that in that in that event, uh, Schrader admits that his cut is equally commercially problematic as the uh, as the cut that got released. Mm. Good for him. And it, which is true, you know. It's like, yeah, yeah no, you get you you got a head on your shoulders there, Schrader. Yeah. <laughs> well, and if you hear him in any interviews, he kind of just sounds like I don't know. He, it's that the voice he has that you're kind of like. I wish you were kind of my grandpa. He seems like a pretty like, real dude. Um, I want him to read me a bedtime story. <laughs> <laughs> and then Travis Bickle blew off the pimp's fingers. <laughs> and he screamed and said, I'll kill you. I'll kill you. Like, like, oh, wow. <laughs> but but uh, Schrader went on to do Dog Eat Dog with Cage, which I did enjoy. So I'm looking mm-hmm. forward to us doing that. <sighs> Willem Dafoe is hilarious in that. (laughs) (laughs) 
Willem Dafoe's just if if you watch that, series. you're gonna see some of your favorite murders like almost right away. <laughs> your favorite, <laughs> your murders. most favoriteest murders. <laughs> 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 you did her too. Like I couldn't let her live. Not after that. <laughs> uh, were you guys able to find any wisdom in all this? Um. Well, never eat at Ruby Tuesdays. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or Diamond Tuesdays. Yeah, any of those. Yeah, yeah. She would never say where she came from. Do 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 do. Donnie. Um, if you bathe yourself in blood and stand out in the moonlight, it looks like ink. Uh, yeah, if that's one about were it. nude. Oh. Why do I smell okay. toast? <laughs> <laughs> Come upstairs. Your mama wants you. <laughs> Every day I'm living Jacob's life. Ba- baby, it's cold outside. <laughs> <laughs> the wisdom. I was able to find is always make sure you have someone in your life that will feel obligated to take care of you when you need it. And uh, also don't allow yourself to be stuck in a role where you're expected to take care of Nick Cage when his brain isn't fully functioning. Yeah. We all stop stop trying to put a bib on me. God. <laughs> Damn right. Know where the hotel's at, dumbass. Oh, <laughs> you know, the only problem I got is there's too many of them. That's all. Sure. Right. Two two hands and only one mouth. I'm doing something of value. I'm killing this bottle I've right here. I've forgotten more about this agency another, than you'll ever know. Another dead so you got your head in, in Obama's butthole. You're looking at his poop. Excuse me, I'm not such a young man. Where is the toilet? There is a problem with the toilet. It won't flush. If you if you just if you just transition in that moment to Borat, then the whole movie would be saved. Exactly. <laughs> is problem. I just love that that whole quote. It just made me think of like something that you would learn in like remedial like language class. <laughs> when traveling to North Africa, be aware of man. the toilets. Where is the toilet? Yes, yes exactly. Kind of like Encino Man, where it's like the. Yes. Cheese is old and moldy. Where is the bathroom? Where's the, yeah. <laughs> there is a problem with the toilet. It won't flush. I will not I buy this shame. record. There it is, is scratched. Stuck. My nipples explode with the light. <laughs> you know, uh, oddly yeah. enough, I finally got a definition on borscht belt this week. That one was a little nebulous to me. Borscht, you borscht. It, yeah, it, it is in it is in reference to in in the in the fifties, uh, the, the primarily New York City based uh, Jewish people would vacation in the Catskills and go to clubs and see comedy comedians, comedians like uh, Henny Youngman, and that's where you get that's where you get your borscht belt because it's like, look, we are all of Ukrainian origin, and we'll tell joke on the wife. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. Oh ha! <laughs> Take wife, please. <laughs> it's comedy, no. <laughs> I, I don't know why we were doing that. In but, Soviet I mean, Russia, your Jeep we're... run over you. God <laughs> damn it, Adrian. <laughs> take the wheel. I can't help no, it. No, take the wheel. <laughs> he was born in 89. It was literally Soviet Russia. You understand? He made this happen. <laughs> <sighs> and with that. <laughs> <laughs> when you donate to Cage's Kiss. <laughs> 
please, please listen, follow, rate, and review Cage's Kiss on Apple Podcasts and on Podchaser, and check out our stuff on YouTube. Also, uh, please help us out. Uh, Adrian definitely needs it. Uh, yeah. He's been having some real uh, car. I am no joke having on. the financial difficulty. <laughs> So you can help us out by checking out our Patreon and just for a dollar a month. I mean, you know, we hope for more, but, <laughs> but you know, we know times are hard right now. And I mean, obviously, so even just a dollar a month gets you uh, access to all our bonus material. Yeah, and uh, we have a lot of great stuff in there, like a commentary sort of <laughs> riff thing to uh, uh, the uh, color out of space. <laughs> just a dollar a month. <laughs> Donate $3,000 and send us to Kenya. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the ticket. Uh, yeah, I, I well, would definitely not refuse $3,000. Uh, that's the cost <laughs> of my car repair. We're doing interpretive dance. I For $5,000, I will go to Kenya and I will show Cherry 5000 right? Dude! <laughs> no, you see, for $5,000, I would go to Kenya and I would actually show them the director's other movie. I would show Miracle Mile, but that's just me. Oh, wow. <laughs> Miracle Mile was good. What? No, no, I'm just surprised. <laughs> this is this is utilizing our money well. See, oh, yeah. look, look, guys, you know the Kenyans may have access to those movies, but we're gonna like give it a really good presentation. Yeah, yeah. real classic. We're ambassadors of peace. That's right. Yeah. Remember, you can find Cage's Kiss on Facebook and on Twitter at Cage's Kiss. That's C A G E S K I S S. Uh, you can visit our website at cageskiss.com. And you can write to us at cageskiss at gmail.com. We love the uh, the emails. And uh, we also have a P.O. box while I'm at it. We do. Uh, if you want to send us something like, uh, you know, death threats or, you know. We are open to these forms of criticism. Ooh, send us flashlights. Yeah. please send your fleshlights to p.o box 14895 mill creek washington 98082 and we can't stress this enough new new not used new (laughs) you you don't like you you want to you don't like it where they got the little veins of stuff in there in the nooks and crannies you're like Huh, this, this clitoral butterfly attachment looks a little crusty to me. I don't know if this is fresh from the factory. Well, we will yes, take please. used cock rings, though. That That's negotiable. Any cock will do. And uh, I'd love to give a, a shout out to one of our new listeners Ooh. who uh, I was uh, talking to on uh, through Twitter uh, and uh, she actually left us a review. And it's fucking awesome. I should say they left us a review and I am so sorry. I don't know if it's Bripo or Bripo, uh, but it's uh, Bripo or Bripo Jim- Benjamin. Uh, they said that we are punny. They said they're creative with their love of Nicolas Cage using puns and movie quotes he was in. Uh, you could tell these people are good friends, which makes it fun to listen to. And uh, fun fact, we can't stand each other. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait for this episode to end so I can go back to resenting you. <laughs> the reason we don't record all in one room is because 
of all those uh, restraining orders. These, are, these episodes because are carefully reconstructed. <laughs> we rage <laughs> against the dying of the light. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, thank you so much. And we greatly, greatly appreciate your review. And we're, we're so happy to have you on board. Uh, welcome to Cage's Kiss. <laughs> and, uh, so uh, with hear, that, uh, check out <laughs> something like that. <laughs> Here's your breadsticks. Um, check out. Gage's <laughs> 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 um, kiss does not endorse Olive Garden. Um, or Ruby Tuesdays or, or Diamond Tuesdays um, please listen follow rate and review Cage's Kiss on Apple Podcast and uh, please check out my other uh, podcast uh, Bednubs and Broom Flicks and uh, that's B-R-O-O-M-F-L-I-C-K-S uh, check it out we talk, we talk about uh, witches and entertainment and, and history and we also talk about those awesome animals uh, with our favorite familiar segments and also uh, check me out I'm in uh, tale, or excuse me, Dispatches of Disassociation that is uh, it was actually created by our friend Kristen oh. who um yeah, good friend. And I play the character Lila, and I may possibly be playing a coworker in the future. Uh, so, Adrian, what you got? Oh, you know, the usual. Uh, I'm on the mangled deviant art as Leo the Fox, L E O T H E F O X, all one word, all run together, all lowercase. And I am getting artworks in there despite the fact that the site has seen better days. I am also mm-hmm. on Patreon under the same thing, and you're getting the super double secret artworks there. And I do have a YouTube under A.A. Smith. I've got some updates in mind for that. Bear with me. And uh, I'm a contributor, and it's really good. Thank you. It, it's really definitely <laughs> worth it. Yeah, when, 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 I, when I get my shit on there, it's, it's okay. Uh, yeah. No, I really that like might, it. That I mean, might be more of a resource going forward, since the DA, despite getting updates, is still mm-hmm. fairly inflexible. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know I'm biased, but like, but you I, are I really biased. am. Yeah. <laughs> I know, but I really am a fan of of your artwork. It's just, it's my style. Yeah, yeah. If, if you if if if, if, if you like if you like uh, if if you like weird uh, Peter Max out uh, batshit fantasy images of naked dudes in department stores, then uh, go for it. You know. It's your thing. Now I you wanna know. Your way, right away. <laughs> um, Octawatta? <laughs> oh, this case. <clears throat> oh, shit. I haven't thought about that in a long time. I know, right? It was an awesome game. I am yeah. Unreal Goals on Twitter, Twitch, and YouTube, as well as various other platforms. I also am the boy who blew over on Pornhub. Come check me out, but don't look at my history list. It's naughty, naughty, naughty. <laughs> Down and dirty. And I also have coming out very soon, hopefully, we keep promising, uh, Wisdom in the Bottle. It's little rants that I've been doing that are about uh, two and a half to three hours in length, which I do really, really drunkenly. Some of us have actually started working but... on artwork for that. Yes, somebody did. It looks fucking amazing. Somebody did somewhere. We don't know who. Somebody's getting married. 
So yeah, that's God, all I could really I've got use aside some money. crippling <laughs> depression. Uh, yeah. Wahoo! You'll be hearing from us next week when we cover The Runner, <laughs> which is available streaming for free on Netflix. What's uh, so funny? I liked Arnold Schwarzenegger in that. Took myself to the lost and found. Ooh, she made me a hand-me-down. Never oh, know no. when to come around. <laughs> what oh, I'd no. say. <laughs> and, uh... Yeah. Also, we promised you big news in the last episode. Um, there was a little hitch this week, but I will tell you part of it. We have a new host. What? We have a fourth host. What? A fourth Beatle? That is impossible. I demand Rico. Is it you? <laughs> is it? <laughs> Could be. <laughs> well, yeah. Stay tuned to find out. Is life? Been... No, Demarest. <laughs> During me and Adrian's annual docking we do once a week, we started oh, yeah. deciding to include Linda in on this and rubbing toxic I'm... waste over ourselves. And that's how we ended up morphing a fourth co-host. It started out as an extra head on one of our shoulders that was of a different ethnicity. It was wacky. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, to be fair, this is the the second iteration. The first iteration kept saying, kill me. <laughs> Yeah, and random shit like start the reactor. Or just screaming basket case. <laughs> that pretty much is the new co-host. <laughs> uh, uh, yep, they fit right in. Sure that they'll appreciate that. <laughs> they get carried around by the basket. Yeah. We love you. <laughs> <laughs> because they've got uh, personality. <laughs> personality. <laughs> personality. That's right. Well, they sent in their best man. And tomorrow it's going to be their best man that's leading the charge. From the neck up on the hood of my car. <laughs> <laughs> and until then, the toilet is broken. The toilet is broken. <laughs> I could eat a page for hours. Please. <laughs>